Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hello, Scorpio. Welcome to Scorpio season. Happy birthday for you Scorpio suns out there and happy new solar year for your other Scorpio placements. So here we are. We're at the beginning of a new yearly cycle for your sign. And especially if you're a Scorpio sun, this is naturally a time of reflection and contemplation on the past and also the future. Scorpio season in 2023 is bringing lots of Scorpio, like we are serving extra Scorpio this year. Um, The sun and Mercury are often traveling together and they'll both uh, be in Scorpio over this season, but your ruling planet Mars is also in Scorpio at this time and Mars is not always in Scorpio at Scorpio season. And the asteroid Ceres is also transiting Scorpio. And at the end of Scorpio season, November 17th and 18th, depending on your time zone, there will be a triple conjunction, Sun, Mars, and Ceres in Scorpio, um, around 25 degrees. If you know your degree placements, you might want to check that out. Um, And this is a significant beginning in that it is seeding a new Mars cycle and a new series cycle as well. Um, But especially Mars as your ruling planet is an important energy to work with. And the Mars cycles are about 26 months long. They don't always start in Scorpio. Um, And so this is a particularly potent beginning uh, with your ruling planet coming together with the sun in your sign. So over the course of Scorpio season, um, we are finishing up the last Mars cycle as it prepares to renew in its solar Kazemi. And we are also working with eclipse energy. Uh, We entered into Scorpio season in the middle of eclipses. There was an eclipse on October 14th, and there is another eclipse on October 28th. And this eclipse uh, is a full moon lunar eclipse. And... It is the last in a series of eclipses that have been happening in Scorpio and Taurus signs and seasons since November of 2021. Your opposite sign, Taurus, is your reflection. Uh, The language of astrology talks about oppositional polarities between two signs uh, in ways that you might hear 
people talk about yin and yang. These are polarizing oppositional energies. They move in different directions, but they are absolutely part of the same. And the axis of Scorpio and Taurus is an axis of life and death, very uh, literally in the symbolism of astrology. Uh, Taurus is representative of the fertile, abundant, material life uh, in its living form. And Scorpio is representative of the transformational life essence as forms break down and um, decompose and then recompose or regenerate. And your sign, as you probably know, is very much related with Phoenix energy, with um, the cycles of renewal and rebirth, which are also cycles of ending and death. And in the ways that you, as a Scorpio-identified person, uh, relate with Taurus, there is the uh, suggestion of a relational axis that uh, gets stimulated when we have a lot of activity um, in your opposite sign in Taurus. And so as we move into Scorpio season, there is an emphasis on the space between you and others. And let's consider everybody as a potential reflection, relational other, but let's especially consider uh, people who you have some kind of cause or reason to be in a contract with or a commitment with or any kind of longer than just passing by you on the street or having a one-time conversation, um, any kind of long-term commitments or uh, predicaments that might have you um, maintaining relationship with people for some kind of period of time. And so think back on the last two years, these eclipses started in November of 2021. What was happening for you around that time, particularly in the realm of uh, relationship and how you orient inside of and towards relationship. Um, over the last two years, your life has been asking you to update your relational contracts and commitments. It has been showing you uh, what works for you and what doesn't. It has been illuminating instability in your relationships and destabilizing uh, certain relationships so that you can learn and grow uh, and cultivate relationships that serve you in the ways that you are learning and growing, in the ways that you are evolving and in the ways that you need to be met in order to move into the future. And so the lunar eclipse on October 28th is really highlighting um, the space of relationship and also your emotional awareness uh, of the, the relationships, but also your own role inside of the relationships. Um, this is an eclipse that is definitely bringing a lot of emphasis on your power and the power of communication, um, how you organize yourself and orient with the transmission of information uh, between you and other people and particularly between you and important other people. And you're a Scorpio, so you don't need me to say this, but I'll say it anyway because it's worth it for the reading. 
transmission of information only happens partially through language. Um, language is a great way to transmit information. It's really effective, but you know as well as I do that people can say something and feel a different way and that what is able to be said is often not the entirety of what is present. Um, a lot of times we struggle to put into language how we're feeling. Um, many of us don't even know how we're actually feeling. We're just operating in survival mode, um, trying to function. And things are happening all the time and people are relating with one another. And so much is going on in the subconscious and the unconscious realms. And people are feeling all kinds of ways, but then uh, need to just go on and keep going. And okay, we're having a conversation now. And so I'm saying the thing that I'm thinking, or I think I should say, or something like that. Uh, but there's actually a whole lot more there. And so this is a full moon that is really highlighting the communicative uh, components of relationship and the ways that energy moves uh, and, and transmits between people on all levels of communication. So this is inference, this is gesture, this is vibe, this is your psychic impressions and your energetic connections. And inside of this awareness are deep themes around power and I'm going to say particularly your personal power and the power that you bring in to your relationships, the power that you uh, have in your capacities to communicate, and also the power of your body and your energy and your affect to communicate for you, regardless of what words you're using. This is a full moon that might amplify your feelings um, and kind of your bodily state and really uh, move through you in ways that ask for clarity and directiveness. Um, my hope is that this full moon inspires clarity and personal power and directiveness. And I would offer a caution that for some, this might feel like a very activating full moon and there may be um, some considerable force that wants to come out of you, Scorpio. Um, and you have Mars acting with Mercury at this full moon. They are coming into a conjunction. Mars is your ruling planet. We've got elements of assertion and aggression. Mars is related with knives. Scorpio can be penetrating and sharp, right, with its energy. Mercury is the communicative function your words, but also your gestures, your inference, your affect, and how you make meaning uh, out of symbols and language. They are together, so we have a lot of power, a lot of force, and potentially uh, anger, assertion, vengeance, desire, drive. These are some of the kind of key words for Mars. Passion, uh, connecting with your communicative force, being amplified at a full moon eclipse, when the moon is in the sign of partners and other people. So probably you are going to have an opportunity to feel uh, some things in the space of your relationships <laughs> around this full moon. I don't know what you're going to be feeling. 
I really hope that you are feeling your personal power. I really hope that you are feeling um, alignment internally and capacity to really express very clearly um, from a place that feels strong and steady within you. And I also hope that if there is awareness of needs for change uh, or direct confrontation or a need to address conflict inside of your relationships, that you feel supported to do this in ways that really care for um, everybody's dignity. Uh, I will also say that in terms of eclipse energy and what's been happening um, over this year as eclipses have shifted or are shifting from your sign polarity into the Aries Libra axis, um, is that there's something kind of coming up for me around where the rubber meets the road, um, where intention meets action and uh, word meets deed. And so the feeling that I have is that you might need to cull uh, your relationship energy a little bit. And it, it feels like your energy that you are putting into your relationships, um, your force, your attention, your desire, uh, how anger and uh, reactivity, defensiveness, possessiveness, um, offensiveness uh, moves through you. My feeling is that some of you might have very distinct recognition of relationships or aspects of relationship that you are ready to move on from now. And it's very, very clear around the full moon. It's like, and I am done. And the, the, what's underscoring this is this feeling of, um, what's actually real. What is actually real? Uh, how are people showing up for you? How are you able to show up for them? Is this, you, you know, I don't know about you, but I've been in a lot of uh, relationships that are purely based on fantasy and it's like the potential of something is very alluring, but then the reality of it is less so. And so there's something here about, is this real? What is real? And what is really real? Um, the need right now is for you to own and claim your power, your personal power. And relationships are a space of expansion and growth and learning. And there's actually a lot that wants to be given to you in the space of your relationships. And in order to receive what wants to be given to you, you have to be honest and working skillfully and clearly with your personal power. And if things are coming up for you, that have been brewing for a while or that have been maybe less than clear because they're coming up in some kind of psychological way. Uh, it feels hard to talk about. Um, you might feel suspicious about certain things or have a vibe about something, but there hasn't been a clear conversation. I would say that this is the time to really be courageous and try and be as honest as you possibly can. I would also say that this is the time to check your energy because if you're feeling angry or if you're feeling intense, and that can include intense desire, 
um, you're, you are really strong, like around this full moon and your energy is really strong and you want to be using your energy and your strength skillfully and in ways that serve and support what you are trying to cultivate in your relationships. And so especially around the full moon, but I'm going to say over the course of the next six months, because we are building towards a pretty significant event in Taurus next April, um, over the course of the next six months, um, really pay attention to uh, what your bodily responses are in relationship and what is happening for you in your flesh, in your corporeal intelligence and experience. And know absolutely that what you feel can be felt in the space around you. What you are feeling in your body is also a felt sense in the relational space around you. Now, other people probably don't know what's going on for you, but there's a vibe. There's a vibe and they can feel it. And so if you're feeling some ways, you want to really listen to what you're feeling so that you can honor what you're feeling, so that you can move in alignment with what you're feeling. And this is a period of time that is really asking you to not suppress your feelings or your intuition. Um, it is worth destabilizing familiarity and habit in relationship right now. It's worth challenging uh, the relationships a little bit uh, in order to be honest. And even if it feels kind of risky to be honest, it's worth it right now because it will help clarify uh, what is real. And in terms of what is real, we need to know right now what kind of support you have in your relationships. You need to know so that you can make your uh, choices about basically like a lot of stuff in your life that just feels practical and logistics. Um, you need to know what's real with other people so that you can determine what's going to be real with you. And you also need to know for yourself what feels real um, because the, th that's what you want to lean into. So uh, don't go for the fantasy and potential, go for the reality and be willing to disrupt the fantasy and go through the, you know, experience of disillusionment or something so that you can be grounded in the reality of something. Uh, this is a time for honesty and a time for courage. Embodied astrology has so much going on and podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. We also offer a variety of transformative exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers who weave together integration and synthesis of astrology with arts, activism, healing, and more. We host a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, chart reading support groups, and have several study groups where members practice applying astrology towards specific areas in their lived experience, such as chronic illness or parenting. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. 
Find more information about our membership options or support the continuation of this work with a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space, a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead, and the practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are available by recording if you can't attend live, and if you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more. So how do we really support honesty and courage? Um, The capacity for honesty is an embodied capacity. Uh, Many of us learn to lie or we learn to hold our truth back because we feel and know that we are unsafe in our bodies. And when we are in spaces where there is... uh, allowance and inclusion and safety and support, our bodies know that and it is easier to be honest. It's easier to be actually wholly present. Um, Now, we're all living in a world that has been deeply, deeply, deeply anchored and shaped by dishonesty and by the unsafety of um, conditions that would create reasons for people to lie you know the we're rewarded in this world by not being ourselves actually by conforming to societal standards of whoever's values or whatever and so um honesty really requires courage and not all relationships or not all situations um, are always going to feel totally safe Um, And so one way to work with what's coming up as we move into Scorpio season is to really do a lot of work in your own self um, with what I'm going to say is death energy. And you're Scorpio, so you understand something about being uh, intimate with ending and cultivating the kind of internal steadiness and generosity of heart um, that can be cultivated when we really practice uh, holding the reality of death very closely. And so the reality is, of course, that the only thing in this life that is guaranteed is that we're going to die. And also the reality is that life on earth is hard and it's scary and it's full of suffering. And if we can accept those realities that we will die and that life is full of suffering and not fight against them or try and make them otherwise, if we can accept that that's true, then it gives us, um, I would say, more spaciousness and ease to enjoy the better parts of life. And it also gives us uh, some kind of anchor to courage where, I don't know about you, but when I meditate with death, I feel like, wow, life is not so long. Uh, Why would I use my energy in this life being fake? Why would I use my energy in this life 
agreeing to things that I'm not in agreement with. Uh, it might be scary to not do the thing that is expected of me, but if I do the thing that's expected of me that, and it doesn't feel in alignment for me, that's my own choice about my own life energy. So meditating with death um, is a you know, great thing to do in spooky season anyway. It's like the veils are thin. Um, but I think it would also be really helpful for you when it comes especially to uh, how you're working with your personal power and your life force right now and also what's happening in your relationships and how you want to be in them, what you want to give to them and what needs to be communicated. So on October 28th, I would love to invite you to the Embodied Astrology Workshop with Sherry Taylor that is going to be uh, totally focused on eulogy practice and actually really being with death and being with transition and being with ending and giving ourselves time and space to be in ceremonial uh, space with ourselves and with one another and really honor the grief process, the needs for mourning, um, in general, in the world right now, in the collective experience, there's so much need uh, for communal spaces for grieving. And then for each of us in our personal lives, um, where can we really invite an intimacy in with ending in ways that allow us to feel into the sacredness, right? The, the sacred sacrifice, the letting go that actually brings us closer to our communion with uh, life energy, with vitality, with spirit, with source, however you want to think about it. Um, a week after the 28th, on November 4th, Sherry will be offering a, another session, and this one is feeling into, well, what happens afterwards? After the release, in the emptiness and in the void, what do we do there? And in that space of emptiness is creative chaos. And inside of creative chaos, we are feeling into potential reimaginings of how we're going to work with our own personal myths. So all of this offering that Sherry's giving is totally designed for what's happening in Scorpio season. And I'll say that later in the season on the 18th and 19th, which is a weekend, I will be offering a weekend workshop Saturday and Sunday for three hours each day where we're going to be working with this Mars cycle, this new two-year-plus, 26-month cycle of Mars beginning in your sign. And we'll really be working with how do we integrate and mature uh, and work skillfully with our Mars placements and our Mars impulses. So drive, desire, um, offense, defense, fight, um, assertion, aggression, vengeance, revenge, um, anger, uh, will force just in its pure, you know, going to get you out of bed and get you moving uh, energy. These are all Mars um, associations. And so when we work with Mars, we work to clarify our animal instincts, our impulses, and we learn to um, really honor our own energy because working skillfully with Mars is knowing where to say no and where to pull back and not engage as much as it is learning where to say yes and how to focus and how to go for what we want. So three workshops just for you 
this season, October 28th, November 4th, and the 18th and the 19th. All of them will be recorded if you can attend live. Um, and whether or not you're able to attend those workshops, listen to the language that I used for them and then read the descriptions and feel into how these themes might be something that you can create ceremony around for yourself throughout the course of Scorpio season. Because this is a season for you to invite in intimacy with ending and unknown. This is a season for you to feel into the potential of creative chaos and locate the anchors of your assertive energy and will so that you can clearly move in the direction of your true desires and not get sidetracked by reactivity or survival modes uh, unnecessarily. Um, as we move into November, the first two weeks of November leading up to the Scorpio new moon on November 13th, uh, feature a like really rapid uh, process for you between um, what you're trying to do and a kind of sense of moving towards the future and what needs to happen now for you in this very present moment. And relationships continue to be a big theme. And so what you're trying to do in the future is also relational. There are people who you are trying to consider. There are, uh, it feels like lots of different relationships moving in lots of different directions. And you are asking yourself what, uh, there's almost a question of like, what is owed? And I don't know that I love that word right now, but it's what I have. Um, what needs to be given? Uh, there's a question of like service and responsibility uh, in these multiple different directions of relationship. And what do you actually have to give? What is appropriate? What considerations and negotiations do you need to be making? All of this is towards the future and something that is trying to happen in a larger way, maybe in a systemic way or, or group space that you might be a part of or general social spaces. Um, this is a time that is calling upon you very much for creativity and for your willingness to work in a way that is improvisational and adaptive and really to call upon, I'm going to say the spirit of creativity, which in my body is the spirit of love. It is the heart spirit. It is the connections that we feel to what is bigger than us. And to involve yourself in some kind of uh, reciprocity with what is bigger than you. Um, I think that this time you will be really served by meditating on uh, the interrelationship that you have across time and space to what and who is vaster than your singular life. On the 13th of November, we have a new moon in your sign, 20 degrees of Scorpio. Check your placements. Uh, this is a powerful new moon. This is asking for clarity of intent. And the week that follows the new moon is bringing us to that triple conjunction of Mars, Sun, and Ceres. Uh, trying with Neptune and Pisces, this is a very, very watery week. Lots of intense feelings emerging in the collective and probably for you. Um, this is a week that really requires eulogy practice. It requires 
uh, comfort with discomfort and the willingness to wade into the waters of the unknown. This is a week that requires and asks you to shed uh, layers of your identity to really let go of what is no longer serving you so that you can step forward onto a new path. And this path looks to me to be about 26 months long. And over the course of the next six months, uh, there is a lot of synthesis happening between um, how you are able to express and create in your own life and what you are able to express and create with others. Um, and, and these two or these many, you and others combining, um, are the ingredients of what you're going to be moving towards in the future. And it really feels like a new chapter, a new page is turning right now. And so Scorpio, I am really sending you a lot of love, a lot of support. Um, I highly suggest that you do somatic practice. Um, I'm always going to suggest somatic practice for everybody. I feel like the, these practices are ancient. They are indigenous to all people. Um, somewhere in our lineages, we come from people who knew how to work very deeply with their bodies and their bodily attunement with the natural world. Of course, we are nature in our bodies. And the more that you can connect with this true resource that you can resource yourself from source, uh, the more you are going to feel strong and supported and have capacity to do what you need to do. So catch me every Monday from 8 to 9.30 a.m. on Zoom. I have a drop-in space. It's $5 to come for an hour and a half uh, class. And we work very deeply in the body. And we work with current astrology and what's coming up in the week ahead um, to inspire movement practice and meditation and visualization. And I feel that these practices are very, very, very deeply supportive for me throughout the week. Um, the movements are gentle, they are adaptive, they can be broken up into tiny little bits. So you have somatic skills and tools and toys to work with um, as astrology is working with you. Scorpio, I'm wishing you all the best in this season. Lots of love and bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to your Embodied Astrology reading for the season ahead. I hope you enjoyed it and will find it supportive. For more information on upcoming astrology, make sure to check out my seasonal overview, included in all Embodied Astrology memberships and the monthly newsletter. You might also be interested in my 2023 Year Ahead readings. Those readings give a big picture of the main themes, opportunities, and challenges in 2023 specific for your sun rising and moon signs. My year ahead readings are now discounted by 75% as we get to the end of the year, but there is still a lot of information in them. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. This work would not exist without a team. Ash Good is our website manager. Alicia Mauji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Gabs404 is our visual creative director. Joe Stewart is the office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created the music. Thank you for listening. I'm wishing you all the best in the season ahead.